This is a Legacy of Laughs comedy from the golden age of radio, brought to you by RelicRadio.com. The Henry Morgan Show? Eversharp, manufacturers of Eversharp shake injector razors and blades and famous Eversharp precision writing instruments brings you the Henry Morgan Show featuring Bernie Green and his orchestra and a few surprises. Good evening, anybody. Here's Morgan. Well, vacation time's here again. That's the season of the year when people try to find some quaint little place where they can live beyond their means. <laughs> Did you know people save their money all year so that for two whole weeks they can watch it rain in the mountains? <laughs> As a public service, we've established the Morgan Vacation Travel Agency. Now, Roley is the clerk, Ann is the customer, and I'll be hotshot. And we're open for business right now. First customer, please. Good afternoon. Yes? I would like to go away to a nice, refined place. I should have a hot time. I see. Um, what are you interested in? The lake, the mountains, the seashore? Where there's lots of fellas. Uh, yes. Any special activities you're interested in? Yes. I mean, I like ballroom dancing and an occasional game handball. An occasional game handball. <laughs> Let's see now. There's lovely Camp Schmo. Where's that? Uh, that's, uh, that's on lovely Lake Schmo. Uh, how is the social life up there? Well, you can judge for yourself. Their slogan is, Fellas are raring to go on lovely Lake Schmo. <laughs> Oh, it sounds delightfully entrancing. How are the accommodations? Oh, the front rooms are very nice. They overlook lovely Lake Schmo. Their slogan is, it's a little piece of heaven with semi-private baths. But the front rooms are rather expensive. Well, what can you see from the back windows? Lovely Mount Schmo. <laughs> delightfully exotic. Do you see the top of the mountain? Oh, uh, no. The rooms are built against the mountain. <laughs> you, uh, you only see the part of the mountain that sort of rubs against the window. Oh, it sounds delightfully picturesque. But tell me more about the activities. You know, what kind of fellas this place attracts? What kind of fellas? <laughs> Well, as it happens, the social director of Lovely Camp Schmo is right in the next room, and I'll, I'll call him, and he'll give you more information. Oh, um, Hotshot. Yeah, Mr. Winners. Uh, Hotshot. This lovely lady is considering spending her vacation at Lovely Camp Schmo. Ah, you're in luck, lady. We're getting a snappy crowd this year. No cornballs. We got the activities all figured out for the season. Uh, like what activities, for instance? Well, in the morning, uh, you get your chase. Of what? Tennis, handball, or breakfast? Well, suppose I like handball and I like breakfast, too. You can have a cup of coffee and a court. After that, you have a chase. Of what? 
Rest period is shower. Can't you have both? If you want, you can lay down in a shower. <laughs> That's your privilege. Our slogan is a veritable paradise of water sports, both hot and cold. <laughs> After that, you get a choice. Uh, hot shot, always with the choice. Always with a choice. Uh. After that, you either take a hike up steep Mount Schmo or else participate in a lady snake hunt in lovely Schmo swamps. <laughs> You don't get a bite to eat? Oh, we give you a box sandwiches and a choice. Of what? Cucumber or pickle. <laughs> Suppose I go on a snake hunt in the swamps. What kind of snake do I hunt? Well, you get a choice. <laughs> Garter or rattle? Suppose I find a snake, then what? Lunch. <laughs> After lunch, you get a choice. What? Rest period or shower. Again? Lady, if you go on a hike, you need the rest period. If you go on a snake hunt in the swamps, you need the shower. Uh, Hotshot, what about the evening activities? Well, in the evening, you get a choice. What kind choice? Square dancing in a casino, playing the pinball machine, or necking. Supposing I happen to select necking, whom do I accommodate? Well, you get a choice. Of who? Pardon me? Of who? Well, of the fellas around the pinball machine. Well, um, by George, you know that's curious, but I just noticed we're entirely booked up for this summer. Say, how come you didn't tell me that when I first come in? Well, you see, madam, we get a choice. <laughs> Since we started off with travel stuff, here's a cute number written by Peggy Marshall and sung by her and the holidays. It's about some kids who just came to New York to visit, but I don't think they'd stay if we gave them a the place. All out Grand Central Station. Here we are in New York just for a day. Wanna take a look in on the great white way uptown, downtown, back and forth across town. We're on a holiday, we've gotta make it pay. Wanna see the Bronx Zoo and Aquarium, Planetarium, keeping on the run, run, run. Wanna visit Grant's Tomb, Statue Liberty, view is heavenly, what a sight to see, see, see. Peggy's gotta do some shopping. Naturally, I tore my stockings. And we've gotta buy a lot of presents for the folks at home. Look for Lacey's down at Macy's. Go to Gamble for your thimble. Gordon Taylor, Bonwood Teller, Saxon Best, and all the rest. Postcards, souvenirs, pause for photos. We're up to our ears, uptown, cross town. Cocktails at the Waldorf. How do you do? Nice to see you. Nice to see you. How do you do? Cross town. Oh, my feet. Let's eat. Dinner time in Chinatown. Try to eat the chopsticks of gum. Chewy yum, lum, make fooey yum. Then a Broadway show. And he gets your gun. And when it comes to nightclubs, no trip to New York is really complete unless you're seen at the store. Ah, there's Tallulah. Darling, how nice. And Betty Davis. Darling, how nice. And Ma Perkins. Ooh, that all sparkles. And after the stork, good night. 
You know, you might uh, be out of your mind and want to give your old man a razor for Father's Day. Very few people know what Eversharp Schick Injector Razor really means. Take the word Eversharp, for instance. Now, Eversharp comes from the ancient Greek word Eversidios, meaning steam engine. <laughs> of course, the ancient Greeks didn't have a steam engine, so they changed the word to Eversophali, meaning no steam engine. <laughs> Do you know, to this day, it's very hard to shave a steam engine. With an Eversharp razor, anyway. The word Schick was a man's name, Mr. Schick. The word injector comes from two old Latin words, injo, meaning look, no hands. <laughs> and the word ectoro, meaning, hey, look at me, hey. <laughs> so today we have the word injector, meaning that the Eversharp razor changes blades automatically. The word razor itself comes from an old Blackfeet Indian word, a chug-a-mug-a-ching-a-saw, a chug a chug a dug a nug a saw How they got razor out of that, I don't know. <laughs> See. Now, a dollar and a quarter, which is what it all sells for, the Eversharp razor, is pretty interesting. Dollar and a quarter comes from the old uh, pocketbook. <laughs> Boy, what an education this program is for a guy who doesn't know anything. Incidentally, the word program comes from the ancient Latvian word broskilivasenik, meaning ever-sharp schick injector razor and 20 blades sells for a buck and a quarter. Tell you something, kid, those Latvians know everything. <laughs> oh, that's very kind of you. That's real thoughtful. For you people at home, the laugh is on account of one of our actors looks funny. I don't know any other way of explaining it. Come up here, you rat. <laughs> now, no matter what you think, there are a lot of comedians in radio, and occasionally a couple of them meet, like this, for example. Whoa, whoa, Hermie Morgan. <laughs> well, hello, Arnold. Say, Hermie, I heard your show last night. How'd you like it? Great, great. It was all I could do to keep from laughing. <laughs> Thanks a lot, I guess. Uh, by the way, I heard your show last week. Oh, yeah? Oh, glad you caught it. Glad yeah, you caught it. Yeah, yeah. I was at a party. You know how it is. Everybody drinking. Some drunk turned it on. <laughs> well, what'd you think of it? Well, there was a lot of noise. It didn't come in very well. What kind of noise? I was talking. Oh. But, uh, say, that was a good joke you had there about Sinatra and the pipe cleaner. Sinatra and a pipe cleaner? That's Bob Hopes, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. But I like the way you told it. <laughs> By the way, uh, how's your Hooper rating? Well, let's see. It's... Oh, that rating doesn't mean a thing. <laughs> Mine's not so good either, as a matter yeah. of fact. You see, the trouble with me is I got a terrific audience among people who can't get phones. Sure. <laughs> Hey, uh, Henry, by the way, uh, did you have a studio audience last night? Why, certainly. I knew it. I told my wife that. I could swear I heard breathing. <laughs> but my wife said she read somewhere you got asthma. Tell you the truth, I don't think the studio audience could hear the show. Oh, that's a shame. 
Why not? Well, some guy sitting in the fifth row brought in a portable radio and tuned in the ball game, and you know, that can be awfully distracting. Oh, sing. Sure. By the way, who won? The Dodgers, from what I could hear up on the stage. <laughs> well, you got a great show, Henry, a great show. So long. So long. You got a great show, too. So long. Boy, if he's a comedian, I'm Jack Dempsey. Boy, if he's a comedian, I'm Jack Dempsey. Shouldn't have put the word Dodgers in there. Ruined our timing. Uh, This is National Foot Health Week, which for no good reason reminds me there are some people who are happy most of the time, some are sad most of the time, but there's one group of people that always looks down in the mouth. The American Dentist. The profession of dentistry was born in the Middle Ages, shortly after the perfection of the torture rack, (laughs) which it replaced. In June, 842 A.D., the first filling appeared in the mouth of Augustus Quantus. The filling disappeared in July when Mr. Quantus bit into a caramel. Today, modern dentists make their offices as comfortable as possible. The dentist to whom we now bring you even shows movies to the patient while he's in the chair. Uh, Mr. Arnold, uh, you have a bad cavity there. I, I'll have to treat it right away. I'd rather you didn't. Why not? I've already seen the picture. <laughs> Besides, I think your prices are too high. Prices too high? Why? I've always charged $3 for a filling. That's evening prices. I come matinees. <laughs> Well, as long as you've seen the picture, we'll just have a nice, jolly conversation instead. Open your mouth. Okay, doctor. Ah. That's good. Now a wad of cotton here. Ah. A wad up here. A wad there. A wad of... Mr. Arnold, you have a tremendous mouth. Thanks. Are you comfortable? (laughs) That's a fine, fine. Uh, How's your wife? Doctor? That's surprising. Didn't I uh, see her with an old flame the other day? I'm sorry that you and your wife are having trouble. You don't say. When did she start drinking? Oh, well, of course, if it's hereditary, it's hopeless. Well, that's enough for now. I'll take out this wad, this wad, the uh, dental vise here, this wad. There you are. Well, that was a nice chat about your wife, Mr. Arnold, and don't worry, I'll keep it to myself. Thanks, doctor, but there's just one thing. What? I'm not married. As in other professions, dentists observe a strict code of ethics, never discussing the work of other dentists. We illustrate with the following scene. Uh, Now, madam, you say someone did a filling in your back molar. Uh, May I look at that? My goodness. Why, what's the matter? Dr. Luden filled that just a few months ago. Uh, dentist did that? (laughs) Well, I heard that Dr. Luden is pretty good. Oh, he's very good for a man with palsy. (laughs) He did reach the right tooth this time. I guess you can't stand the pain, can you? 
Well, as a matter of fact, it hasn't bothered me since he treated it. Oh, killed the nerve, eh? Well, that's too bad. <laughs> I wouldn't blame Dr. Luton too much. No dentist in the world could do any better using that carpenter's drill. A carpenter's drill? He's sentimental. Used to be a carpenter, you know. Still is. Well, you've got me worried, Doctor. Dr. Luton made my upper bridge. Let me look at that, will you? Hmm. Madam, I have news for you. Yes? Luton's bridge is falling down. <laughs> Because the dentist wants his patients to understand what kind of treatments he's getting, the dentist today goes to considerable pains to explain to his patient why he is suffering such considerable pains. Many dentists pride themselves on being painless dentists. This means that while the dentist is treating you, he feels absolutely no pain. <laughs> oh, joke. We see now a dentist explaining exactly what he is doing. Well, uh, doctor, can you tell me what's wrong with my teeth? Yes. Your condition can be described most simply as a generalized parotid congressence complicated by an endema resulting in a slight chrismus of the temporal mandibular articulation. That's one tooth. Uh, well, uh, what does that mean in terms I can understand? $75. <laughs> Is the treatment serious? It requires a most unusual operation, but the chances are very good, I'm supposed to say. What do you mean? Is it dangerous? Oh, I don't think so. Works fine with guinea pigs. Guinea pigs? But supposing it doesn't work with me? Don't worry. I won't be discouraged. You mean you haven't tried it on any other human beings? Oh, don't be silly. I've tried it on three before you. How are they? Well, here we go. Well, wait a minute. What about the other three? How are they? They're fine. I don't care what they say at the hospital. I think they're... <laughs> well, here we go. All right, doctor. I, I hope you know what you're doing. Well, here we go. <laughs> Open your mouth. That's right. Uh-oh, I see we're going to have trouble. What's the matter, doctor? Your mouth is shaped altogether different from a guinea pig's. And so the American dentist marches forward. That's the dentist drill. But oh. what of the future? What of the future of dentistry? We have in our studio this evening two eminent Viennese specialists, Dr. Heinrich von Morgan and his colleague, Dr. Hans-Erich von Strudel. <laughs> Dr. von Strudel is the prominent Austrian dentist, chemist, and trombonist. <laughs> Dr. von Morgan is best known for his standard text, Take care of your gums, they may be beechnut. <laughs> good evening, Dr. von Morgan. Also. And good evening to you, Dr. von Strudel. Also. <laughs> Now, gentlemen, to start our discussion, do you agree with the theory that preventative dental treatment in childhood is essential to subsequent healthy teeth? Yeah. Nine. <laughs> well, which is it, gentlemen? Nine. Yeah. <laughs> well, now, uh, Dr. von Strudel, can you support your theory? Sure. The famous Dr. Johann Sebastian Budweiser agrees with me. Dr. Budweiser, a dumb Who says it? I says it, and Mrs. Budweiser says it. 
Now, uh, gentlemen, to get back to our discussion. There's the theory that modern diet is a primary cause of dental decay. Do you agree? Yeah. Nine. Well, uh, Dr. von Morgan, can you support your position? Well, the famous Viennese professor, Dr. Ludwig von Pabst, said the same thing which I'm saying, only not so good. Uh, Dr. von Strudel, uh, what do you think of Dr. von Pabst? Dr. von Pabst is a famous Viennese Lemille. <laughs> now, uh, gentlemen, there is one thing with which we wish to leave our audience, and I'm sure you'll both agree that it is important to preserve the dental health of all the peoples of the world. Yeah. Nine. <laughs> Thank you, gentlemen. And so we conclude our salute to... The American Dentist. Around the world with Bernie Green. Tonight, he plays the How Are Things... Orchestra, please. <laughs> he plays the How Are Things medley. First, Bernie plays How Are Things in You Know Where in the style of John Philip Sousa. things in Glockamora? Well, the way things is going, I suppose it's a faster way I heard it. Bernie, how are things in the Belgian Congo? Henry, uh, how are things? I'll know. <laughs> How about Russia, Bernie? Henry, how about Leningrad? It's junior, Professor Tradi, for such years, that's the way it was told to me. Bernie, how are things in Glockenspiel, Austria? Everybody wants to know is what's new. This brings up the question: How are things in Shanghai? How are things in Shanghai, Henry? <laughs> and how about the United States? The United States? Well, I'll tell you. 
In the United States, we have the knuff and the suit. In Boston, a man parks his car in the square. In the south, he just might not bother to leave the house. But they both love... Stop torturing that face, and yourself, brother. Start using the Eversharp Chic Injector Razor. It banishes forever the four biggest nuisances of shaving. First, it reduces shaving time. Second, it helps avoid nasty nicks and cuts. Third, it ends the bother of cleaning your razor. Fourth, it eliminates the trouble of unwrapping and handling blades. Yes, it's 50% faster, 100% safer, 200% cleaner. To change blades, just insert the automatic blade changer. It changes blades fast as this. Listen. Hear that double click? Push, pull, click, click, and you're shaving instantly with the world's sharpest blade. Patented guard bar holds each whisker erect, ensures closer, smoother, no-nick shave. And when cleaning your Eversharp, there's nothing to take apart. Just rinse, shake, put away. So for the world's quickest, easiest, cleanest shave, get an Eversharp Chick Injector Razor tomorrow. And listen... Get one for Dad, too. A wonderful, economical Father's Day gift. It's a $1.75 value. The Eversharp Chick Injector Razor is priced at a dollar. Twenty blades, 75 cents. Both yours at the special combination price of only a dollar and a quarter. And now it's time to look in again on Henry and Charlie, two of the men who write the commercials you hear on the radio and the advertisements you see in the magazines. Charlie is seated at the bar of his favorite restaurant when who should walk in but Henry? Hello, Charlie. Hello, Henry. How are you feeling? Not so good, Charlie. Been having headaches. Oh, that's too bad. You should try three-way headache tablets. I did, but I get four-way headaches. (laughs) Front, back, and both sides. Can't seem to catch up with that fourth side. Well, what do you have, Henry? Well, uh, I'll have a glass of Balanfance, the ale that makes rings on the bar when you set the glass down. (laughs) How's it taste, Henry? Tell you the truth, old man, I've been so fascinated making rings, I've never drunk any. (laughs) Well, uh, I'm having a glass of Chateau Frobisher wine. The domestic wine that makes you want to apply for a passport. (laughs) Yes, people all tell their friends about Chateau Frobisher, but it doesn't seem to hurt the sales any. (laughs) Don't forget, Chateau Frobisher is made only from the center grape of each bunch. (laughs) These grapes are trampled by the feet of postal clerks as the grapes are shipped east in soundproof mailbags. Henry, you make it sound so attractive. Always remember, Charlie, when you drink Chateau Frobisher, that's what you're drinking. Hey, Henry, if I do say so, you certainly smell good. What's that stuff you're using? I'm using He-Man Cologne, the perfume with a He-Man aroma. Yeah, it comes in three fragrances, you know. Gymnasium, bar room, smoking car number five. (laughs) All you have to do is put a dab of gymnasium on each knuckle, and you can convince the wife you've been playing handball all evening. Say, uh, Henry, speaking of the wife reminds me, I've got to be getting on home. And uh, speaking of home, 
Did you ever stop to think, Henry, how many accidents occur right in the home? Yes, indeed. That's why I have an accident insurance policy. This splendid policy protects me completely until I have an accident. Oh, what happens if you have an accident? Well, naturally, the policy becomes void. Well, I must be getting along. Push-pull, Henry. Click, click, Charlie. There's a new experience in writing with the ever-sharp C.A. pen. It's Magic Sphere rolls ink on dry, smoother, cleaner, easier. Writes and writes without constant refilling nuisance. C.A. means Eversharp's exclusive capillary action cartridge. Try an Eversharp C.A. pen. Great pen value at $15. Eversharp, manufacturers of Eversharp shake injector razors and blades invite you to tune in same time, same station next week when Eversharp will again bring you the Henry Morgan Show. This is Charles Irving saying goodnight for Eversharp. This is ABC, the American broadcasting company. That's it for this time, but there's always more old-time radio at relicradio.com. Thousands of episodes of every variety offered for free thanks to you, the listeners, If you'd like to help support this and all of the shows, please visit donate.relicradio.com or visit the website and click on the Donate button for more information. Thanks for joining me today. I'll be back soon with another installment of A Legacy of Laughs.